Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi there, I'm Maeve Marsden, and you're listening to Queer Stories, the podcast for the LGBTQI plus storytelling night I host and program around Australia. If you're listening for the first time, make sure you check out the back catalogue of episodes. There are, to put it mildly, shit tons of good stories for you to seek your teeth into. Seek your teeth into. Sink your teeth into. Sink your ears. Sink your ears into them. I don't know if that makes sense. There's also a Queer Stories book <laughs> that you should really buy and a podcast collaboration with Google's Creative Lab called My Mother's Kitchen. It features a bunch of Queer Stories storytellers and is a cool interactive game slash podcast slash look at some experimental audio experience and you should definitely check it out at mymotherskitchen.com.au. If you're a regular listener, just a heads up that I'm taking a bit of time to work a little less on Queer Stories and a little more on my own writing projects. So for the next six months or so, episodes are coming out weekly rather than twice a week. Feel free to hold me accountable to this on Twitter by sending me all caps tweets that are like, are you writing right now? Or have you finished your play? I'll take all the encouragement and pressure that I can get. Elaine Castillo was born and raised in the San Francisco Bay Area, where she graduated from the University of California, Berkeley, with a degree in comparative literature. America is Not the Heart is her debut novel and was named one of the best books of 2018 by NPR, Lit Hub, The Boston Globe, San Francisco Chronicle, The New York Post, Kirkus Reviews, The New York Public Library and many more. It has been nominated for the L Award, the Centre for Fiction Prize, the Aspen Words Prize, the Northern California Independent Booksellers Book Award and the California Book Award. This story was performed at Queer Stories for Sydney Writers Festival. All right, so I'm going to read something called uh, By People from Earth or Stephen Yun is Really Hot. But before I do, I need to know, do people know who Stephen Yun is? What I'm talking? Oh, guys. Well, so basically he's a Korean-American actor. He's in this TV show that I actually have never seen. I think it's a zombie TV show, The Walking Dead. Have people seen this? Okay, I, okay have that discussion amongst yourselves. And he's also in this like sort of anti-capitalist movie uh, that's based in the Bay Area by Boots Riley called Sorry to Bother You. Um, so basically, he's a Korean-American actor. That's probably all you need to know. And he's hot. Yeah, it's in the title. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone knows bi people aren't like real and don't exist. So for someone who isn't real and whose existence is a myth, I have nevertheless seen some bullshit. So we were all at a pub in New Cross, South London, a place that shits out hipsters faster than you can say Slavoj Zizek is a wild racist, which is actually a real-life story for another time. It was kind of, it was like one of these sloppy grad student type of nights, and everything was very friendly until the white girl started touching my hair. Because up until that point, we'd all been kind of floating this like benevolent, drunken, miasma of like progressive, radical, anti-racist queerdom, and we were talking about like, I don't know, like diversity in media or something. And then this one girl went full Nicolas Cage about how much she loved Asian hair, 
like that's a thing that exists. I mean, it exists insofar as like Asian food exists, which is to say generally only exists for people who aren't Asian. Um, when I'm drunk, I can be somewhat confrontational. So I started out just by like returning the favor. Like I thought I, I was going to very enthusiastically start touching her hair, like like the very like the texture of it, the blonde color of it. It really fascinated me. It, it did not. <laughs> just to see what she thought of like being on the other side of that attention. Obviously, that didn't work. I think she thought I was flirting with her, which I mean I can admit I have made some very bad choices about cis white girls to flirt with before, but this was not one of them. So the girl whose hair I like, eventually very suddenly stopped touching, she at some point said that her mother was born in Zimbabwe. And with very big, earnest eyes, she said that her mother thought white babies were ugly, that her mother taught her to adore and respect and learn. She said this word so fervently, like it sounded italicized even in speech. <laughs> learn from people of color. And then she said, I'm mostly a dyke, but sometimes I like men, so maybe I'm like more bi. But the only men I'm attracted to are men of color, like black men, Latin men, like Asian men. Is that problematic? She asked. I mean, she seemed to genuinely be interested in the answer, so I said, sidebar. Also, when I'm drunk, I get very uh, loudly infused with the spirit of like anti-white supremacist post-colonial rhetoric, like 101. <laughs> which is also one of the reasons I'm currently trying to be sober. Actually, no, not sober. Trying to quit drinking. Sober, I mean, weed is legal in California where I live, so not sober. But I'm trying to quit drinking. You know, another way, there's like, like heaps of studies. There's like a University of Michigan study that says like bisexual women are more prone to alcoholism than like hetero and even lesbian women. So basically, I'm trying to like try out a thing where I don't regularly drink 10 double maker's marks in a night and end up a statistical cliche. So I said slurred to the girl, like, look, like, liking who you like is whatever, but people of color are often read as queer within white supremacist heteropatriarchy because our bodies and sexualities, the, like, atomic fact of us, reads to, for example, a colonial mindset as perverse deviations from, like, normative bodies and normative sexualities, which is to say white bodies and white sexualities. I was very drunk. And... I was like, it's, I said, it seems like you see no division between your interest in cis women and your interest in cis men of color because you perceive both interactions as queer and ultimately because you like fetishize men of color as being like non-normative. I guess that's true, she said. <laughs> okay. So like, am I still a dyke or am I bi? Like, she asked this like I was supposed to give her like a ruling from the committee. And, and throughout this, her friend was still touching my hair. I mean, it is possible that one like, like, path of this encounter would have led to a very awkward threesome in Peckham, but they were looking at me with such like, intent and interest, and then it was at that point that I realized that I'd found myself in my nightmare. I was in a teachable moment. <laughs> I mean, God, I'm fucking tired of the teachable moment. Especially because I think if you happen to be a queer artist of color, so much of your life and work is reduced to teachable moments, which is to say, like, teach me to be what it is to be Filipino. I don't know. Teach me. 
what it is to be like a bi woman of color, teach me about the US colonization of the Philippines, teach me about like Duterte and nurses and immigration and identity and generally like do all of that at the expense of being like a person in your fullness, someone who doesn't exist to like educate or prove and would rather really just talk about Star Trek and donuts. And I mean, ultimately I used to fall for it too because I used to like bring out my little Rolodex of experiences and break out the pictures of like my dandy butch days and quote Sarah Ahmed at the right people and make sure like not to talk about which dudes I found hot in front of certain audiences and vice versa. But I just can't find it in me to care anymore. I think especially if all that effort earns me is credibility in the face of some very extremely peak white cis queer women in like a bad South London pub who like obviously had like zero similar compunction about chatting up their Tinder filters. I mean, ultimately it's rare and wild enough to love and be loved. And yes, there are mysteries of desire, of encounter, of being a person taken wholly by a feeling and those mysteries, yes, are woven into the very practical and material realities of living and loving in a white supremacist heteropatriarchal society, which is to say, like, it's a reality where certain of my relationships are protected and enabled in ways that others simply are not. And it's one where, I guess, certain queer people live at intersections that other queer people, I guess, like, take Zimbabwean safaris through. All of which is to say, the fucking teachable moment found me again. But now I think its message is this. The actor Steven Yeun from the TV show I Haven't Seen, The Walking Dead, and the pretty good movie Sorry to Bother You is really hot. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review the Queer Stories podcast to boost my ego and help spread the word. For tickets and dates, follow Queer Stories on Facebook. And for late night rants and photos of my dog Frank, follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter. For discount tickets to my shows, as well as other perks, become a supporter of my work on Patreon for as little as $4 a month. Details on MaveMarsden.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.